You're listening to the Rogers Sporting Goods Podcast with Patrick Fisher, Chandler Smith, and Josh from Outdoor Limits. In this podcast, we'll touch on everything from gear to ducks to deer, turkey and fishing. From field to table, let's dive in. It's March 22nd for the day we're recording this podcast, but it's when this releases, it's not March 22nd. It's been um, flying by. Yeah. It's like season just ended. At least it feels like it. Well, for you, but... I'm tired of all this ups and down cold weather. I'm ready to get out on the water. Yeah, I feel you on that. And the wind, it, we get a nice day, but it's too windy to take the boat yeah, out. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, we were looking at that Monday. Monday, I was like, ooh, might be able to get the boat out on the water. Like, I'm talking for me, it'd be a kayak. Mm-hmm. You know, a buddy of mine was like, hey, we can get the kayaks out. And I was like, ah, look at the wind. You know, 30 miles an hour you don't out wanna, the south. You don't want to you know, mess around with that on the water with the kayak. But... Is it a sit on top? Yeah, it's a it's a new canoe Frontier Twelve. It's a pretty beefy kayak, sit on top. You do a lot with it. It's kind it'll, of a workhorse. It'll handle that. Uh, fishing would just be yeah. miserable. Oh yeah, it's like it, it'll handle some of that, but it's just not fun to fish like that. But I mean, the thing I, I wanna I wanna fulfill the whole pack out a deer on that kayak one day. That'd be cool. That's what one of the dreams on it. And I want to spot turkeys or shot gobble turkeys from it as well. So there's a lot of like do some backwater stuff where you're I tried that last year. Yeah. Locating them from the Yeah, find a find an access who whatever, a little access road, drop the thing in there. Pitch black. My neighbor used to crawl up the take skinny his water boat. It was a little, you know, small 10-foot boat or whatever, but same concept. But he would always go deer hunting up at Smithville on that. Yep, I want to do that. And just get into the spots where no one goes. I didn't plan on talking about this, but I'm in the process right now of figuring out live scope. I actually have to do another update on my unit. So I'm going to put live scope on the kayak, which is kind of overkill, but it's going to be fun. And then I'm mounting another spot lock trolling motor to the front of it. So... I can hit a button and say, stay put and sit there and fish crappie with the live scope for until I don't want to fish crappie anymore. And you're sitting down the whole time. There's no standing up in this. I can stand up in mine, yeah. Hmm. Um, but I actually, last year was my first full year on the fishing season, and I got really comfortable with fishing from a sitting location or from a sitting position mm-hmm. and didn't have any problems. And I was able to, I don't know, just man- move the boat around a little bit more as I was fishing when from a sitting position once you're standing you're kind of like yeah. if you want to make a paddle move you're kind of SOL there um, but hmm. this year going to have a digital remote controlled trolling motor with spot lock and all that good stuff but that's hardcore yeah just a little niche there and then I'm, I'm eventually going to mount a goosebuster to it goosebuster XL layout blind to the top of it I want to see that just have it. So this new canoe's got like a ton of, of tracks on it, T-tracks. So you can mount everything and anything to this thing. Gotcha. So it's basically a like they like John boats have track systems in them, like little T-tracks on the railing. Mm-hmm. So you can mount you know you know some rod holders or whatever you want to mount in there. And uh, the the kayak's the same way. And I want to f- I c- I have some ideas of like mounting. The aluminum piping. I'm gonna to have to cut out the bottom of a goosebuster blind, and then mount the poles to the T-track system. 
Yeah. And potentially use my, I have a bottom lane millennium chair on the kayak, so I can just keep that chair in there potentially, or maybe not. I'll take it out. I don't know yet. Depends on if I want to use like the headrest in the sling chair. All right. That's not me. We just went off on a tangent there. Yep. Josh, what did you do last week? I went snow goose hunting. It was it was pretty fun. I'm yeah. not not a big snow goose guy myself. Still haven't had that one hunt that makes me feel like I love snow oh, goose yeah, hunting. Oh yeah, like the, the the huge spin and the yeah. birds falling everywhere. It seems like every time I go snow goose hunting, it doesn't matter who I go with cuz I'm not doing it by myself. I'm going with people who have the whole setup and have the spots. I'm just kind of tagging along, but every time I go, it's like, well, that was that was fun, but it wasn't like the big spins and loud noises and shooting 500 birds in a day. But still, it was a good time. Got to work the dog, hang out with friends. Where was that at? I was in Nebraska. Nebraska. Yeah, we hunted out of a pit blind. I've yeah. never done... I went one time uh, up by Mound. Maybe I was in high school or something. And yeah. We got like one snow goose. Really? <laughs> Me and Josh went last year with... Teamed up with the FA Last Pass episode and we uh went up here to missouri we did all we did like another one of those days where <laughs> seven it's like, to ten yeah seven to ten birds you got to saw you see a lot and then you got to see a lot laying in the field next to you but that was a brutal yeah. day that was yeah. a long day that was a full day of hunting too i always tell everybody um i don't mind going uh, if i get invited um i just want to show up <laughs> you don't want to put out 13 1500 I socks i'd I'm, I don't know. I'm lazy, I guess, but you would I don't want to take setup. part in the 1500 decoys, put them out, take them down. See, well, you would have liked what we did because we were hunting a permanent spread with a pit blind. Yeah. A show up, show up, spreads get in. out, get in the blind, yep. turn on the e collars. And that's, I mean, that's definitely possible for, uh, for any waterfowl hunter out there. I mean, there's, these permanent spreads or these, you know, these guys doing these guided trips, they're, you're, you just kind of... It's all about the location. X amount of dollars per gun, and you go out there and you have a blast, and, you, and you, you're not usually setting up. Now, there is the hardcore yeah. guys that are doing their own snow spreads, and those guys are... Chasing feeds. Those guys are a, a different breed of their own, man. But... Man, it's a lot of work yeah. to do that many. And you're putting them out yeah. like the day before... The night before, the yeah. The night before. Doing it all in the dark to get a couple you, hours of sleep. And, and sometimes sleep. They, they don't, and you're not really, I don't know of anybody putting a big spread up like that for a day. No, they typically put they it out there. They stay up for a little bit, and then yeah. they might have to shift it around, depending on what the birds do. Yeah. But, Josh, you're in Nebraska, though. Mm-hmm. So that was in March, and it was kind of cold, wasn't it? Dude, it was freezing. Like, it was, I think. 25 degrees the first morning so i was layered up good yeah i was yeah. not expecting that when i was packing for the trip until i looked looked at the weather i'm like oh i need to put some actual insulation insulation in my bag uh-huh. some base layers and stuff yeah yeah if you've ever packed for a trip where the weather is kind of 60 degrees to 25 degrees your bag gets pretty full of yeah stuff. you don't know what you don't know what you're right. gonna need yeah. yeah but yeah most of the trip i was wearing the, the tough man Snow goose bibs Suit. and jacket. Uh-huh. Those are pretty popular at the store, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The uh, 
The bibs are. Yeah, because that was the newest one. Like we, we had Nicer the original one. like okay. um, we had the Tyvek one, the Tyvek style, and then which we is came like out a, with the nice like bibs jacket. Yeah, the setup. windproof grid fleece j- yeah. jacket yes. bib setup. Yeah, yeah, that's what Josh was wearing. I have a lot of people buy that jacket for their everyday wear. I know. That's what I've, I've heard like, that it's like, hey, I'm gonna just going to wear this. For, keep it clean, but it's... Yeah, casual white jacket. Yeah, it's I can't, a nice I can't wear mine casually anymore. No, you probably have yeah, and blood, blood and... Blood stains. Dirt, dirt on it. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a good time, though. I mean, we didn't get the big spins, but we got a lot of smaller groups to kind of come in. Yeah. So we watched thousands just flying high coming over us and the wind was never really in our favor until the last two days of the trip and you know the, the spread was really set up for a south wind but we had a north wind oh yeah because of that front mm-hmm. yeah so that made it a little bit difficult but we adapted and we got some groups to commit but yeah it was just a lot of you know two to ten packs mm-hmm. that would kind of give it up to us but even then, it wasn't great decoying action. Like, you could tell that these birds are smart. They've been hunted, and they just they, they kind of know what's up, and they've been around for a long time. Like, there wasn't – the guys I was with, they were saying they, they haven't really seen new birds in, a, like, a month. They've been hunting the same ones for so long because there's been – it's been cold. There hasn't been south winds and warm weather pushing new birds into the area. Yeah. But – yeah, it was good. Uh, I mean, we were consistently shooting. Like, the first two days, we shot 19 both days. Wow. And then I think a couple 10 to 20s. Yeah. We used to get a lot of guides that would come into the store. for Like they'd be going up to Mound. Yeah. You know, it's kind of the area everybody goes. Yeah, we were uh, driving through Mound on our way up there, and we passed like four snow goose spreads on the side of the interstate. Yeah, yeah, like I've, within three miles. I don't know. Is there less birds now in that area? Snows? I, I don't. Like I, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. I think they're. Or maybe we'll be, maybe they have big enough spreads now. <laughs> I don't see them as much. Yeah, I don't know. I I feel like there was when we did that podcast with Jeff Watt. I felt like there yeah. was. I don't know how many snow geese were. On on Los Bluffs or, or that every time a ton. I, every time I hear snow geese, all I think about is taking off at a KCI and Sonya looking out the window, going, <laughs> "Oh, look, look, Pat, look at all those snow geese." It's not what I wanted to hear. <laughs> not what you want to hear was thousands of snow geese. Right by the As airport. We're taking off yeah. out of the airport. You don't want to. I didn't want a solely. You don't want to. You don't want a solely land in Missouri River. A little bird strike action. No. It's like yeah, that's that's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> Shut <Jeez>. the window. <laughs> yep. But um, I feel like this is the hardest time of year for a sportsman. Would you agree? I'm definitely restless. It does get restless, and I haven't picked up the. Um, the things you can do to, uh, like coyotes. You're not uh, tying flies in your basement. Rabbit hunting. <laughs> yeah. You know, the rabbit rabbits, hunting yeah. and coyotes, especially now this nighttime, and these thermals. These, you know, people are using, and I haven't picked up that stuff to, uh, you know, mix in in between ending, you know, Canada's and late season bow hunting. 
Yeah. Before we get to spring turkey and fishing. Yeah. And I don't know. I suppose I need to pick up a couple more hobbies. I don't know. Need more gear, honey. But I mean, March in general, <laughs> for me, it's just it's hard to go fishing. It's you, too cold to fish. I mean, you're windy or just rainy. I mean, yeah. the weather's all over the place in March, and I'm just struggling yeah. to get out there. Really no, I mean, I'm a casual fisherman. I yeah. mean, if you're the hardcore guy, if you're the hardcore guy, you're yeah. out yeah. there already. The tournament <laughs> schedule started. And yeah, you layered up. You got your, your suits on, your, mm-hmm. your wind and waterproof suits with base layers yeah. underneath, and you're out there throwing a jerk bait or a Bama rig, pounding the water. And a know? lot of guys are putting on the miles, doing yeah. the the rabbit hunting. Um Oh, the gentleman's name that comes into the store. I was just talking to him, Bill, maybe or yeah, or we got Bob. Bill, Bill or Bob. Bob the rabbit guy. It's Bob. Okay, yeah, the rabbit guy. Like he's hard. I mean, runs the beagles and yeah. oh wow, he puts on a lot of miles. I'm like, oh, how many did you rabbits? get this yeah. year? And he's like, I was, over, well over a hundred, but you know that's what he loves to do. But it's a great, you know, if you. Mm-hmm. Just another opportunity to get out there. I went shed hunting once. I didn't find anything. I think I went a couple weeks too early. Did you? Yeah. Um, it was more of scouting out new spots than anything. Yeah, that's one thing that we used to do um, with when Houston had this North Missouri deer property. These months would be like, hey, we'd go up and you know look for look for sheds, look at the the deer property be messing with like different you know if we're looking at trails just working on it just paying mm-hmm. attention to the property we'd be doing that in these months because you're not yeah the weather's just so off the wall i mean right now for me this type of year i'm over here getting tackled together getting this kayak working on it. it's up in, it's up in my garage up on <coughs> saw horses and i'm just been running wires and doing all that stuff so that's what i do yeah to get ready for that april you know when i go either i'm chasing the crappie on the spawn or fishing largemouth yeah yeah it's like once you hit april it's like okay like we're in the clear we got fish to catch we We got mushrooms to go find we got turkey hunting coming up we go scout turkeys but the month of march man it's just tough you hit that spring trifecta yeah. yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, it's coming. The Missouri Slam. Do I need to bring in some trifecta for a podcast if I can make man, it happen? That would be great. Oh man, that would be a great. Wouldn't that be a good? Great one? lunchtime cookout. Yeah, we just shoot the podcast outside in the we'll parking bring lot. In, <laughs> we'll have I'll a fish bring in fry. Some fryers. We'll do yep. fish fries. Turkey. Turkey. Little turkey nuggets. Mm-hmm. On deep fried turkey nuggets. And mushrooms. And some mushrooms. If we can find them, I got to find a good mushroom. Some spot. Frank's hot sauce. So yeah, I wonder. I mean, if I'm successful on April fourth, fifth, sixth, or seventh, and I talk about what I'm going to go do, I might have to figure out how to get bring back some some wild turkey. Okay. Um, but I'm heading to Texas, West Texas, um, to go hunt Rio turkeys. Mm. So. It's kind of cool. My family's from West Texas, so I'm very familiar with the area, um, and I'm going back down there to go hunt some some Rio turkeys, which I've never done before, just Easterns, so I'm excited to see that. I've heard that Rios are a lot more talkative than Easterns, too. Oh, that'd be awesome. Um, I got a bunch of mouth calls and pot calls on my desk that I've been messing around with, so I might have to go get all those out there and 
want to go chase me down in Rio. I'm hoping it's it's great. The only thing they told me to bring other you know was uh, snake gators. Yeah. So of their wrestling rattlers. I'm gonna go down with you and just walk around shaking the gobbler shaker <laughs> the whole time. Yeah, I've been <clears throat> I've been training the dog more than I had earlier. Oh yeah. Just lately, yeah. the weather's getting a little better. It's a little easier to get out, and the time change helps too. Because yeah. when I get how old is the dog? She's a little over two. A little over two. So we're kind of putting the final touches on the learning process before we just kind of hone things in and really work on stuff. Right. So I, I th- with this being her first season hunting, mm-hmm. I think a lot of holes in our training revealed themselves. Yeah. So it's been kind of a goal of mine this spring and summer to work through those issues as we're building on the foundation that we've got. But, yeah, we're running a lot more blind retrieves and working on casting drills and Really getting into the advanced stuff, which is really cool. Yeah, don't we? So Pat, don't we have something coming up on a podcast? Can we tease that yeah, a little think, bit? Yeah. Well, yeah, we put it out there for anybody interested. In a few that, weeks uh, from this uh, from this podcast, yeah. in a few weeks, I think um, we have. If a, all goes well, yeah, and nothing comes up, um, we're gonna shoot a podcast April eleventh with uh, a buddy of mine that I know that runs a. Uh, CWK uh, kennels. It's like kennels. And dog um, so they do boarding and they also do uh, training and yeah. So that'll um, probably drop on like the seventeenth, I think, or something. Like and that. we're hoping to. I, I, you know, that's the other part of it is hopefully he'll be able to bring up uh, a couple of his dogs and yep. maybe Josh bring up his dog and I don't know. It, it should be fun. Yeah. Either way, we're time. gonna. It'd be an active podcast. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, should we uh, tell everybody about what's happening at the store in April? Yeah. Oh yeah, we throw that out. We're gonna throw it out on this podcast and the one we yeah just, we're gonna throw it out on all we just the one yeah. we just did. But so fishing frenzy, the fishing frenzy, um, Rogers at the Rogers Sporting Goods store location in Liberty, Missouri, um, April fifteenth. From 9 a.m. to 6 p.m., we'll be doing our uh, fishing. It's sale. called the Fishing Frenzy, but it's a big. That's the the culmination of the event. Um, it's a big fishing event, so the ad will come out. Um, if you can't make it that Saturday, you can still take part in Tuesday through Friday. You know, a giant, huge <clears throat> ad that will come out on the. Uh, I guess it would Tuesday. be the 11th. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the 11th, <laughs> yeah. whenever we're recording yeah, it's a busy that podcast. Day. It'll come out the 11th, uh, the ad will drop, and then it'll culminate on Saturday, um, a big event. So we've got all sorts of stuff. There'll be games to play. There'll be giveaways, and we've got a world championship barbecue oh, yeah. that day, so we're serving up some lunch. Um, yeah. be pretty inexpensive, too, so don't worry about, you know, it's not going to cost you an arm and a leg, but we've got some food there. Yeah. And uh, that'll be 1130 to 1, so you can stop by for lunch. Uh, free entries into a bunch of giveaways and that'd sales, obviously. Sales are the big thing. Yeah, sales are the big I thing. I mean, there's crazy prices on lures I, and then rods and reels. And we everything. actually, I was teasing Chandler, I'm like, we, we're just going to need to put an end to the ad. Like, like we could just going. keep going. I'm like, at <laughs> some point, the whole we're, putting on the, sale. we're putting the store on sale. So. 
but it's been a few years, you know, we've had stuff going on and we just, I think 2020, we did, uh, the 40th anniversary. Yeah. Like a fishing, um, like sale. a fishing sale. But I know, um, I know COVID in the middle of that, there are some yeah, spring times so that you just, guys weren't even open. Yeah. Um, but we haven't done one since. Exactly. All that, all so we're times. trying to, you know, we'll be rocking and rolling. Yeah. Um, so you have so some giveaways, excited. which are pretty cool. And what yeah. are, I mean, you don't have to name brands, but are they winning rods and reels? No, there'll, be, or? Uh, there's a, there's a, there'll be a rod giveaway. There's a combo giveaway. Combo, rod and reel combo. Um, uh, what about that? We're going to do a trip. swag pack, um, you know, Rogers yeah. gear alongside a uh, Lake Fork uh, day trip, uh, you know, fully guided fishing day trip. Um you know, we're working out the kinks on exactly what it's going to look like, but yeah. Um, so there'll be plenty of giveaways. All you got to do is show up to do those. Yep. And, and come say hi. <laughs> so we basically, there'll be a long cast competition. Yeah. I was going to say, I don't want to uh, spill the beans, but there's a long cast competition. Yeah, if you're a bait cast, uh, who's setting the mark? Like, are we having somebody to beat? We had the winner the last time we did it. And of course, there's variables depending on what weight we put on there, and the wind and, and, and the wind yeah. and things. So I mean, it was around. It was in the seventy some yards the last time we did it. Yeah, but that could change because, regardless of how we throw it, as long as the the rods are all set up the same. Um, but I know Dave was talking like, you and him were bombing them last year oh, so yeah. i think we're gonna Whenever, try yeah, to, when we did that me and dave we, were sending we might, some lures. yeah they were well over 80 so i think we should have like me and dave or somebody tommy whoever's got we don't like, i don't know who's gonna cast the farthest but we should get some of the the big slingers yeah and and set a set a mark to Send try to over i-35 if anybody beats the mark we should have a pretty good prize for that no you should do one with a barbie rod too <laughs> um but what I might throw twenty yards or ten yards. Yeah, what I might try to do is try to get it to where that weight, like a long cast, would be in that fifty to seventy five. Yeah, because we at should some have like point, a, yeah, you should have like a pro, like not like a pro, but maybe you know, you know, maybe Greg could set a mark or something like that. But or, right. Just have like a something to hit potentially for like a bonus package, and then we should probably do divisions for youth too. Youth yeah. and yeah, youth and well, ladies or something. Is, uh, yeah, I mean, I've got enough giveaways that we can do some divisions. Yeah, if we want to. Yeah, just imagine a little kid out there bombing yeah. fifty yards or something. And then you can come out and practice. Uh, I'll have a little area set up for you to practice flipping. Yeah, um, a little flip cornhole game or something. Little cornhole boards you can practice at different lengths. You know, just to. There's got to be a fun. good game that can challenge your partner, yeah. like a challenge somebody. Well, I like, do have a challenge game set up. Yeah. Instead of horse, it's yeah. called fish. And oh, so oh. I'll have a course set up, uh, so to speak, of different things that you can cast to or make different casts. And so, like, you and me would team up, and, you know, I'd go first, and if I hit it, then you yeah, have to you try to match it, it yeah. you know. Um, there'll be all sorts of stuff. There's... I mean, we're, it'll be fun. Yeah. So, um, sounds like someone would be ready to cast yeah. some reels and yeah, yeah, buy some lures. It's yeah, if it it's coming up, so uh, that would be the the week to come in. Yeah. Yes. And if you can't make it Saturday, you can come all week. So, and take part in those on the sales. sales. Yeah. But yeah. Saturday is the big day with all the events. 
Saturday will be the day with the giveaways, the barbecue, the games, and, and all that you, stuff. You will so. have a page of turkey deals. Yep. I mean, we're two days from the opener in Missouri. Missouri. Is on the is on that Monday, so it's got, uh, there'll have, be a page of uh, some turkey sales I threw in there. Yeah, there'll be rod and reels. There'll be life jackets and marine electronics and baits and fishing clothing. And yeah, someone commented on the event saying, "Oh, it's on opening day. Why'd you do that?" And I was kind of confused because it's not on any opening days technically. But Kansas opens on the 14th, and this event's on the 15th. So somebody's opening day, like their opening Saturday, mm. might be on, Maybe the, on Iowa. the 15th. And I don't know. Yeah. yeah. But I know Missouri Maybe. opens the 17th, which is the Monday after the event. Mm-hmm. But uh, Kansas op- looked like it opened on the 14th, yep. which is um, that, that Friday, which is – I didn't know well, – I don't know why they'd open on a Friday, but I don't, and I know I don't pay attention to Kansas as much as I should. We're going to be doing a, a nether podcast. We'll have a special guest on for a, a nether podcast we're doing. But a lot of people do ask about the, um, you know, are, are you guys going to ever do the hummingbird seminar, things like that. Yeah. And But what I would like to tell people is, um, one, no, we don't have that in the works for this year. Not for, not for um, this year. Doesn't but... mean we won't bring it back. Um I think we should. I think we should uh, bring but, it back next but, year. But two is we do have some individuals at the store that oh, can, can give you great one-on-one. They pretty much do a personal seminar. They for can you. do a personal seminar for you. Yeah, um, if you, if and you spend w- as much time as you need trying to go over graphs and how they work and things like that. So, um, just because we're not having that seminar doesn't mean you can't come in and you know yeah. pick our brains and and learn about it um hummingbird and garmin are the two two, two that big we, ones we got that we house in store so um, yeah those hummingbird seminars were fun uh, yeah they're a blast we would we would get and i like know, pizza so we have we'd pizza. get free pizza from hummingbird and, and <laughs> yeah. 50 people and everybody's listening yeah. to the, the pro up there talk about you know advanced tips and stuff or you know Really, how to use that sonar so side imaging can, and, and yeah. down imaging and, and what all that means, the, the cone degrees for like each if different you wanna, one and all you the learn crazy some stuff. stuff. Yeah. And Dave starts going through it. Like I've stood off to the side listening to some of this. and <laughs> It's crazy. I'm like, yeah, he he right. can teach you some things. So, so yeah, put that down on the anyways, list, Pat, for next year. April 15th. April 15th. Mark it on your calendar and make sure you come by and oh, yeah. see me and and all that so i'll be um, i'll probably be there for a little bit this is kind of funny so i was just because i'm always clicking to look at stuff but as out outdoor enthusiasts and you know granted we don't do any crazy back country well you have mm-hmm. you've done you know some elk stuff yeah um i guess i did do one elk trip it was guided though so it's a little bit different but uh I was just thinking, so I ran across a story, and, and I was wondering how we would fare. So this guy was on a hunting trip in the Amazon jungle okay. and got lost, and he survived 31 days out in the Amazon jungle by eating uh, worms and drinking rainwater that he'd collect in his shoes. Huh. I was like... I mean... 
Do you think you do you think you could go a month before someone found you? You think you? It, it depends. You, uh, I mean, that's I mean that's stretching it. I mean, he's eating worms and, yeah, he, and he's he's collecting rainwater. Yeah, in his he was, shoes, yeah. which is. He's yeah, 30 years old. He got lost in the jungle after becoming separated from his four friends. I was like, that's a long ways to get. I just know if I'm in that type of area hunting, I'm going to have a life straw or some type of water filtration system on me. Yeah. So if I don't leave that, that kind of helps you not have to drink out of a shoe. Right. <laughs> Maybe a Garmin inReach yeah. would be nice to have and as If well. I'm in those areas, I'm usually with a Garmin inReach. Okay, but... Besides that, okay, he he got lost and he did yeah. it. The, he he's did it the rough he's way. He's eaten worms and yeah. insects, drank rainwater collected in his shoes. Uh, he said he also was he had hunting a, though. Uh, if he was hunting, he should have like yeah. a gun or a bow. He or was something. out hunting in northern Bolivia. So why why couldn't he kill something? Well, that's not an earthworm or whatever type of <laughs> worm they got. So I'm gonna get to that. Okay. He said uh, he also had to hide from jaguars and uh, picaris. It's a type of pig-like mammal. Huh. So not only that, he so had he's, to hide he's, he's out in the, the jungle top, like, I mean, trying to survive. He's the top predator, but there's other yeah. predators in he the He lost area. 37 pounds, had a dislocated ankle. Obviously, he was dehydrated, um, and then a search party ended up finding. But uh, speaking of the – I wonder if what he was on a hunting what? trip. Yeah. Um, let's see. He dislocated his ankle on the fourth day. Um, that's when he really got nervous. Um, he only had one cartridge in his shotgun. What did he do with all his other ammo? Um, I don't know. Maybe his buddy said. <laughs> uh, did he get lost from like and his he used pack? his he used his last cartridge to scare off a squadron of Picaris, which are those the pigs. The pigs, and, he, and we're not just talking about your little uh, family uh, barn pigs. No, you know you're down in the jungle. <laughs> I would have shot one of them. I was going to say, what, yeah. what's yeah. the what's the scaring of scaring off, them off? Why don't you knock one of them down? At least, anyways, shoot, try shooting. Shoot one, and I'm hoping. You, I mean, but do you not have a knife? He said he's given up hunting to dress what you're kill. What? Yeah. Who goes on a hunting trip down there? He's given like, up what do you, hunting. What are you? Um, what are you going after? What did he get himself into? Like, did he go with a okay? Did he go with a buddy who had the tags or whatever? And you're just kind of like support, and was, then all of a sudden you get lost, and now you're never going to hunt again because you don't. I don't know. It's crazy. See, that's where. So, we you you hope you talk about it when you go on these trips. But if you're in a group, for him to get the only one separated, you know, like, hey, you go this way, we're all going to go this way. <laughs> Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I'd like to know how the one person got separated uh, from the other four guys. I mean, they running all from left. a pig. No, yeah. I mean, they're probably like, okay, why don't you go look over here? And then and then it just looks all the same. And then they, he goes over there and looks over, he looks that way, and then they go a different way. And, See, then they, this and he tries to find them, and he's directionally, like, spun around, and he goes the wrong way, and then all of a sudden now he's... All of a sudden, you're, you're but off. But that's where see uh, whistles or things like that. Where yeah, because as soon as you realize you're lost, you're probably still within a distance of yeah. You would hope where you could whistle. Or, I just if I'm I just can't imagine he doesn't have a knife to 
to butcher one of those. Yeah, what do you ju- call them? The Picaris or yeah, or? Picaris. If I'm saying it right, but the jungle would be the outlier here. If that's a little bit different world. Yeah, in yeah. the Amazon than being lost out and, and potentially uh, being, you know, chased down or or trailed by a jaguar is not cool. But yeah, like if you're lost out in the not saying not terrible but if you get lost depending on what time of year but out in the colorado rockies you know um yeah i feel like the amazon would be a little worse yeah i mean you're on the rockies i guarantee you go downhill and you're gonna find a road go down yeah 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 uh pretty i mean it might take you a while but that's where we talk about uh you know like uh some sort of Garmin um, in reach, yeah, in reach, something like that. You talk about Onyx, mm-hmm. um, things like that. Yeah. I don't know how well Onyx is working in Bolivia, but I don't know. Yeah, but but know. at least for the United States, like doing some backpacking style stuff, but having yeah. that survival gear, bringing a few things like. I mean, that. I, yeah, we went when we went out and backpacked in Colorado. I mean, I had Life Straw, I think, or the. Trying to remember what brand I had. I think it was a Life Straw or something like that. Uh, it was from Sawyer, though. It's whatever we had. Yeah, Sawyer's little water filter straws. Yeah, well, they make different ones. But yeah, I had that, and that's what we were doing out there. And we had a way to get water. Um, we were pretty confident in that, and uh, we weren't eat drinking out of a shoe. Um, you never know when tragedy's going to strike or a mishap's going to happen, and but it does. It can, yeah. And so you just you don't know when that time's gonna happen. Like you watch uh, Alone. Oh yeah, it's I've a seen great show. show. Yeah. But like, and these these people are like the best of the best. Yeah. At, at surviving, but one little misstep, you know, a guy he hadn't been there an hour, and misstepped on a rock, twisted his ankle, really bad, and he knew, I'm done. I can't. I'm not gonna be able to go. And do what I need to do. Huh, yeah. You know, when you twist an ankle at home, okay, twist an ankle and you're by yourself and need to survive, there's a lot of work to be done. You just know that's it. Like, I'm not going to be able to go 100 days out here that's with a, a tore up ankle. And maybe that's the case on this Amazon guy. Maybe he wasn't, maybe he wasn't moving very much and he was pretty much having jaguars and pigs come in on him. Oh my gosh! And he's pretty much just, just sitting duck at night in the jungle when everything comes out to eat. Yeah, be pretty awesome. I oh, think jaguar. No, I'm out. Come, <laughs> I'm not come sneak mm-hmm. up on you. Uh uh-uh. uh. Anyways, I just ran across that, and I would like to think that I know enough to. I think I could get by for a little while. Yeah, I don't know. A month is quite a long time. But I mean, granted, I'd like I mean, to think I he did it go. right. I mean, I know he twists his ankle, but I mean, I'd be eating worms and drinking out of worms. a shoe. I would just be drinking. At some point, you're I gonna, know you're going to drink any water you find. Yeah, and, I know. In some way, I'm going to be trying to make this rainwater thing get a little bit better. Where I'm going to be get, using these big ass leaves, you know. And yeah, you get an infection out from that. System. You get one, but you're yeah. going to have to drink water. I don't know. So I'd hope to think I could go. Seven days. You never the know. fire would be the tough part if it was cold, and you needed a fire yeah. to keep warm. I don't know the Are whole... you a Boy Scout? Yeah. Yeah. But I never learned the uh, stick and string 
Never learned, yeah, the deal. stick and string deal. Yeah. yeah. A spark, I might be able to you get can find by, the, like the if the I proper, had the flint. Yeah, if you can find the proper yeah. materials to and get a find, spark on Like the, some of that yeah. dried out peat moss and things mm-hmm. like that that you could Anyways. use as kindling. Well, yeah. okay. sucks that that guy's not going to hunt anymore, but... Yeah, he's done. I, just, I figured he'd have a little bit more hey. on him than on a hunting trip. Knives, more bullets. Well, did it say where the guy was from? Is he from the U.S.? No, I don't think so. Because um, he was... Uh, yeah, I guess... I, after 31 days, he spotted a search party 980 feet away and limped towards them through thorny bushes, shouting to draw attention. Well... I wonder if he was really hurt that bad. Could have been. Like where it was like. There's not much more. He was sitting on the ground and only thing he could do is dig up worms. (laughs) It's kind of what I'm thinking. If he dislocated his ankle. Was it a sprain or dislocate or? I I think he uh, dislocated it. Sometimes those can be pretty nasty. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know if I would have the the willpower. I probably would if I knew I was going to be. He could Tarzan with those vines over there and swing across the the jungle. But like, can you imagine your foot's hanging off ninety degrees from where it should be, and you got to twist that thing back into place? Yeah. Yikes! Hopefully, it wasn't that bad. Anyways, interesting story, Pat. Yeah, Yeah, Pat. I have a I have a more United States local story that's really wild. Are you sharing that or not? Is this turning into current yes. events with Pat? Sorry. I'm going That's down right. a loophole. Let's, hey, it's let's, fine. Let's go. So a Montana hunter is under fire for posing with a skinned husky puppy. Yeah, this happened much. Yeah, I, I heard about this. claims she mistook for a wolf. Yeah. How long ago was this she posted? Proudly, this was, I know. This was a little while ago. I'm yeah. sorry. I, I didn't realize that until just now. Just but now. What, uh, what, I, I'm sure a lot of people probably have What source are you getting this from? Um, it's the independent. Gotcha. Credible. We, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely it really happened. I mean, they we, cut her we, name. Yeah, we've heard about this, and, and there's a lot going okay, on. Okay, so that just, I just. Well, I guess some listener might not know what's going on if he could fill them in. Um, I mean, the bad part is she says she would have shot the dog anyways, even after knowing it was not a wolf. Uh, She left people in shock and anger after she proudly displayed the carcass of the dog she shot dead and skinned, mistaking it to be a wolf pup um, on her hunting trip. Well, there again, too, like... It's a wolf pup. I don't even know if I know there's wolf hunting. Yeah, if you read like, in it, was it was it a was um, it just a husky or was it a was the, it was the a woman cross? Announced, was it blended or whatever? Uh, it's not a poodle. It's, it's, well, there's a lot more to the story. If you if if they if they cover this on the story, I think there's a a bunch of these huskies or this let they just got loose, let loose. out there. And gotcha. And I don't know if they weren't. It wasn't like shooting right. somebody's pet husky, you know. You but think I'm not it saying, was like a wild. It was. I think like it was crossbreed. Feral. Feral. Feral would be. A good I don't know word. if they were purely grown up wild, but they were released out there. They were roaming okay. the landscape. Probably, I'm, if I remember correctly, I feel like that was the case. Um, gotcha. 
So, yeah, it was – I don't think it was handled correctly on social media. Um, yeah, that's probably – That was the biggest is. thing. Yeah. Um, but – I got gotcha. you. Yeah, just a weird, weird story. Well, posting – posting? Posting anything, like, I think that that kind of comes with the territory now with the way social media is. Um, and I like, right – you know, I post pictures because you're excited, whether it's a duck hunt or, you know, yeah. uh, shot a whitetail with my bow. Or Right? We take yeah. pictures to commemorate the hunt, and we post it, you know, for your buddies to see or whatever. And, and nowadays, a lot of that comes with backlash. Yeah. Um, not as much with, uh, you know, your normal game animals but Mm -hmm. you see it a lot with um individuals that um do african hunting yeah exactly (laughs) so you really see that a lot Mm -hmm. you know one picture and it could just change your world Mm because you're just getting inundated with Mm -hmm. backlash yeah you know i'm kind of surprised with how big my social media reach has grown to be i haven't had many issues with that yeah yeah like yeah, I figured I, I would have, but I'm, it's kind of surprising that I haven't. Maybe just like a one-off comment on Instagram reel, it kind of goes a little mm-hmm. viral. But yeah. normally, yeah, not the, getting hate messages in my inbox. And good. for the most part, it's probably a great option to you post it, and there it is. You leave it alone. Yep. And not read through every comment that someone. I I, I am waiting for the posts around teal season, and this is I mean. Not good, but I get a little chuckle out of it whenever I see the, the the teal limits that are not all teal during teal season. Um, but that just goes with we need to have you know better bird identification. Yeah, because every every year I see <coughs> Facebook posts of teal limits in there, and they got a couple non-teal birds in the in the picture. And, be uh, careful to to not. Uh, I get. Yep. Yeah, not good. I mean, I understand if you're if you're a new hunter and you're working on bird identification and uh, you know the not p- plumed out spoonie flies yeah. right into your spread. There's ways to know that it's not a teal, but sometimes yeah, it can be mistaken, and it happens super quick. Yeah, um, th- but well, that's another thing. Not the bird identification, but kind of staying on this like. As conservationists and outdoor enthusiasts and hunters that we all are, mm-hmm. like there's enough backlash from outside groups mm-hmm. um, that I hate to see it from inside the. the um, yeah, like we're always. You see it a lot when it comes to bow hunting versus rifle hunting, yeah. crossbow, uh, this that. Um, yeah, the whole crossbow thing. The the anything. It, yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter what it is like it's always an ego thing um and it i mean who cares if it's legal and that person enjoys the hunt that they're doing mm-hmm. and it may not be for you that's fine but we should all be helping ourselves because we're just doing a disservice by um you know bashing other individuals for the way they hunt yeah um, and it doesn't help us because we already have our backs against the wall. <laughs> yeah, we're constantly battling. Yeah, 
And and a lot of people keep don't realize and stuff like that. Yeah, how much um, the best conservationists are hunters. Mm-hmm. That that's a fact. I mean, you can look up the numbers and and how much money is put into wildlife research and um, helping keep national parks and helping. Um, yeah, you know that all. Most of that comes from hunting. Um, so when I see people battling, like the big one was the huffbuck and he'll share the story, you know, and the, the, because it was a, you know, world, well, the record for the United States. And because he shot it with a crossbow, there was all this backlash. Like, and I'm thinking, but we don't do that when you see someone take a white tail with a rifle during rifle season. That's just a weird one. But but because it's, like, would it be different? Would people not care if they classified the crossbow then as a gun? And yeah, then I think it, it would. Ch- would I think the archery the hunters. I think those th- that group that you're talking about that don't like the. It's because it goes legality. under the archery yeah. section. But my thing is, yeah, I understand it. It can be easier, but. It's legal. I mean, and it it gets people. You're into still the hunting outdoors. deer, like Dustin. He still had to get that deer within forty yards. Yeah, it's he not still like had to play right. the wind, wear the right scent, be camo, sure. not move, get in the tree stand, and, and get let, outside. Let's be honest. You know, none of us are. I say none of us, but to be true and go old school, <laughs> like he would say, or like yeah. a lot of. I mean, unless you're doing it with a old stick and string yeah. or spears we're yeah. all using i mean i see rifles too and they're shooting out yeah 800 to 1000 yards on some of these long rifle hunts so and i'm like oh cool it's yep. exciting yeah but the the back and forth the bashing these twitter wars and everybody social media warriors mhm like Whatever. So don't read your comments. Keyboard warriors. <laughs> Stay away from comments. They just give you a stress headache anyways. Yeah, It really is like that with every community. Yeah. I mean, anything right. from gaming to sneakers to cars to hunting, I mean, everything has. It's just yeah. people want community to. Uh, and everybody has an opinion. Yeah. Yeah. We're but we all... should all really try to stay in, stay in this ground together, so. Yeah. Patrick, are you going to run for president in 24? <laughs> no, I was going to say, Hayden, do you, when you post these, do you put a timeline like Patrick's soapbox at, at 40 minutes and yep. 30 seconds? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. I just wanted to bring it up. No, you're good. No, it's 100%. So, Patrick, what are you going to do this spring? What are you going to do? Fishing? Turkey hunting? I'm going to go find on vacation. Mushrooms? Oh, yeah. First, real quick, next week. Does Turks and Caicos so got that, turkeys? Get that out of the way. I don't think they have much of anything. They got <laughs> wild donkeys. Okay. That Is there a season? Town. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> the, last time, the last time I was there, literally, I mean, there's just donkeys walking through town. They walk around. Uh, but I don't think there's a season. No, I'm kidding. Uh, but, speaking uh, of wild dogs, like, there's a lot of dogs, really? you know, in a small island. Uh, so I'm gonna get that out of the way because I like to do a vacation around this time, and uh, take a little break from the cold, rainy, up-down weather, and go enjoy the beach, relax. Um, although I would like to do that, but 
man, you want to talk about a cost, but uh, it's deep sea fishing. Oh, yeah. And there is opportunities to do it down there. I, I'm, I'm going to have to pass again. Um, I need to know going into it like a year ahead of time that that's what I'm going to do. That way I can save up for it. Yeah. Get you a little coffee can that says fishing trip. Yeah. Maybe some shore fishing or something, you know, but I really would like to get out there. So yeah. going rent, that next week. should rent then, a paddle board. Uh, there is paddle boards. There you uh, go. It's all free to use. So. Oh, nice. I'm going to be out there. I've never been on a the stand-up paddle board. It's a lot harder than you think it's going to be, so, especially in the ocean. I'm going to try it. All right. Um, some snorkeling, all that stuff. So That'll be fun. Yeah. You got one of them. I mean, I know phones are decently waterproof now, but you got one of those life-proofs or whatever, those uh, little bags or boxes you put your phone in? I don't. You don't? No. I was going to say, you need to bring back a, a video of you. I have a GoPro, a, and I'm yeah. not technically sound. Um so I couldn't tell you how to use it. That's all right. It turn, can't be that hard. You turn it on, hit the button on top. Yeah. And uh, hopefully it's on a decent setting. <laughs> yeah. And so... But we need. I was going to say, we need some paddleboard video of you trying to balance and stay on top. But I'm I just going to look like a big to, walrus out there <laughs> floating around in the I ocean like you, shark bait. I didn't want you to lose shark your phone bait. in like uh-huh. 12 shark foot bait. of water. Uh-huh. Yeah. So... Uh, We'll do that when I get back. That'll be a good break, and then it's go time. You got two weeks until the fishing event. Yeah. But I'll be um, as soon as I get back. Um, I'll be getting into doing some walleye fishing. Ooh, mm. that'll be fun. Um, and uh, really crappie. I was yeah, looking I back to. at pictures last year, and me and Dad started catching some crappie right at the beginning of April. So I'll get that going. Yeah. And then that'll lead me right into spring turkey, do some mushroom hunting, and then just fishing the rest of the year until we start thinking about yeah. If we get bow hunting again, well, if we get some but, really really low wind days, yeah, I might go out and do the walleye stuff myself. Yeah, the reason I say that is because like like doing where the ni- I, doing the nighttime. Yeah, like dam. Yeah, if you're going yeah. out by the dam, you know yeah. with these. The walleye are staging and stuff. If yeah. it's really, if even if it's decently windy with a kayak, it's that's like where yeah. the worst mm-hmm. of it the is. waves and and all that's at. But if you can get a really really calm day, you can get out there. You can maybe troll yeah. if you want. You can just go back and forth and back and back forth and, and forth. Yeah. What are you throwing for walleye? Uh, it's like a like it depends. A F11, F13, like yeah. a Rapala. Crankbait, just like a just like a shallow water stick bait. Yeah, uh, flicker shads, flicker shads, okay. and um, then and then you can also throw like jig heads, like certain weight jig heads and stuff. And mm-hmm. how many crankbaits do you that's lose for, in rocks? That's for yeah, you can Ooh, lose I, a lot. I might, but I'm fishing from shore. Yeah, some guys um, fish from the from the boat from the bank. If I can get just, out there on the kayak, these guys can, last year started out deeper. And mm-hmm. they just followed it in as the sun went down. Yeah. And they just kept going back and forth because as it gets darker and later, yeah, they come up to the rocks and you'll see them because you'll just wear like a headlamp. Headlamp. It's like green, you know, just turn the green on so you can see. And pretty soon you just see, you know, walleye with its eyes popped up out of the water, just swimming, you know, or hmm. they swim right by you. Um, but yeah, you get. I mean, you're gonna you're gonna get stuck in the rocks or hit hit the yeah. rocks, but it's cool. It's so much fun. It's a lot of reaction bite. Yeah. It's not uh, 
you know, the the males are they get mad, you know, so they just attack your bait. You're not the true walleye guys that are hardcore. They love to wait till after um, the kind of spawns going on, and the walleye start heading back out. Um, there's and, some guys at the store, and they really get after the good ones. And we're we're, we're all amateurs down here. I feel like the, I'm you go up super north, amateur. We go up north. Those, I mean, if anybody's listening up north, yeah, and, and walleye country, you man, can laugh at me. Yeah, <laughs> we're over here. When that, I I went up to Minnesota, and I'm going again this year. That's in June. So I'm going to hit the, and I'm going to mispronounce this, and I've had people from Minnesota, but this is the way I say it, uh, Lake Cab de Gama, uh, which is very northern Minnesota, but I'm going to go up there to hit the spawn for smallmouth, and because uh, I've always gone later in the year in September, so I'm going to go in June and do that. Mm. But, but you talk about walleye, and it's funny, because if you go up to Minnesota and ask for some insight into smallmouth areas to fish, and they're like, uh, uh, and walleye over here. Uh, <laughs> and that's, they live walleye. Yeah. Where down here, it's all Large bass. mouth or crappie. Large mouth, crappie. Yeah. So it's totally different. We're lucky to yeah. have Smith, or yeah, Smithville have walleye, so. Yeah. But it's fun, and I'm super amateur at it, but it's uh, fun to catch, and they're great to eat. Last year, I caught a 28-inch walleye. Hayden nice. can drop the picture on the video Boom. right now. But I'll have to throw that on Discord. But Get you some of that right there. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, that was that was a pretty – that was a really good eating fish. Are I you guys made getting, tacos. Are you guys getting pictures on Facebook of everybody catching crappie right now? Or is that just me? Mm, might just be you. Um, because the, people are just slaying them right now, and it's killing me. I imagine. Because where at? I mean, in, in Kansas. In Kansas, yeah. yeah. It's killing me because I I haven't had an opportunity to get out, and I know that if I do go out, I'm not going to catch anything. Yeah, you can. Because does, my, your, does your bow have a track system? No. Dang it. Uh, I wish. I was going to say I could totally bring my life scope and just mount it to the track. Oh, we can figure out a way. Dave yeah. at the store, his favorite time to go crappie fishing is December. Yeah. Yep. Not as many people are out there. The fish eat way better. Super cold. You got to fish them deep. Yeah. Um, but he loves it. And they'll go out and catch limits. Yeah. I just don't have a boat that's really set up for it. I'm a, I'm a, a bank guy. Like, I... And we'll pro- we can get into a little bit of this in the other uh, with our guest later, but you know I'm uh, I see structure by the shore and I fish that. <laughs> there Are you, you go. About, yeah, yeah, that's what you like. And I'm super novice with the uh, we we're talking about Contour. like learning your yeah. hummingbirds yeah. and stuff. I'm like, here's where I'm at. There's the depth I'm at in water temp. Yeah, I don't, and I don't have anything fancy either. So I'm I just don't know enough about it to decide what's a fish or what's what yeah i've done i spent a long time going to lake fork in the summer i don't want to get too far into this because we'll go over this on the next podcast you'll you'll hear this on the podcast we probably released before this one but yeah i spent a lot of time a lot of times in the summer fishing and the fish are in 30 foot you know sometimes i'm down there in july well i was and then i'd have to learn how to 
how to catch them when they're in 30 foot of water. That's my deep sea fishing. (laughs) But we've had days where, you know, we pull up and we, we find fish in 30 foot of water. I dropped a drop shot down and and Mm. pulled up a nine pounder and had days with the one ounce Carolina rig, you know? Yeah. Little, little bubble fry on the, on the end, chartreuse pepper. Mm-hmm. So that's what I got going on. No, yeah. tri- no turkey hunt? We'll pro- I'll, I will some. Yeah, you can yeah. get out there. A few. Yeah, I think, yeah. I haven't been lucky the last few years, but they're out there. I mean, I got lots of turkeys where we go. Yeah, I think my eastern turkey hunt in Missouri is going to start with uh, the kayak. I think so. That'd be cool. Josh, do I have a – what do I need for Kansas? Do I just need turkey tags? Probably just buy hunt, over the counter tag. I got that. Tag. Yeah. I got the first part. I just need a turkey tag. I don't know if Kansas draws for turkeys. I just buy I over the counter Maybe tags. Not. I they remember might. I used years ago I, I I just bought a turkey. They might tag. still be over the counter, I don't know. But I, I don't know. All I know is our turkey numbers are way down. Yeah, I know. That's another teaser. But I got my hunt and fishing. I got my hunt and fishing for Kansas for the whole year. Because uh, when we went, when we shoot went goose hunting, Canada's lessers and big honkers mm-hmm. in January. Was it February? January? 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 Yeah, I, think I, it's bought, just, I bought the just buying the a whole non-resident season. turkey tag the whole year. Yeah, yeah. Is it one? Is the limit out there? Yeah, anywhere close to here. Yeah, I mean two. Yeah, I think you're Kansas almost in is... Wyoming. I think there's only like two counties where you can have two. Yeah, oh really? Birds. Yeah, gotcha. Nice. Northwest somewhere up there. It's coming up. I'm ready. I'm ready. I get gotta. that get that spring slam. Dude, I just want to catch crappie. That's the best day in the spring is to shoot a turkey in the morning and then go find some mushrooms while you're out there and then go fishing the rest of the day and catch some crappie. Yeah. And then, like, we, and then we're gonna do a, a perfect, podcast while we're cooking all that at once. That's a perfect spring day. Yep. And get it all on film, too. And we should almost have like a spring trifecta cooking show about what recipes that Josh has Yeah, there's thought a ton of, of different for, ones, you know? We have. so, But we'll do one. <coughs> yeah. We get some, save some crappie, morels, turkey, and we'll do a, we'll do a little. Yep. Cooking with Josh. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, it's lunchtime. It's lunchtime for speaking us. Speaking of food, yeah. Speaking of food, <laughs> I'm gonna get a little shaky. <laughs> but all, all right. right, we'll see you guys on the flip side. Josh, outro. Uh, it's been a while. Ooh yeah. Make sure to follow us on social media, Instagram. We have a Twitter. Yes. Yeah, we have a we, Twitter. Yeah, yeah, definitely jump on the Twitters because Hayden's over here tweeting now. TikToks and Twitters and Facebooks. And Just look up Roger Sporting Goods. Snap yeah. face. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast if you're not already. Don't have that one. Oh, chat snap. YouTube. Yeah, for sure. YouTube. That one we do have. Got to get on there. That way you can watch the videos of these podcasts. Yeah. It's a good time. Yeah, you can. It's been a while, man. I I, I lost my rhythm. different every time. Yeah. Yeah. Leave us a... Like, leave us a review, like the podcast, all that good stuff. Yep. Yeah. Uh-huh. Share it. Share it with everybody. Please. Share it with your grandma. Listen, <laughs> listen to Pat. That's right. I wouldn't even talk about robots. I'm just going to segue that into the next podcast. Yep. Some robots. Be on the, be on the listen for robots. 
We're going to, yeah. All right, guys. So everybody's going to be clueless in what I mean by that. That's <laughs> okay. <all right. laughs> it's a teaser. Teaser. See you guys. See ya.